Coming up on this week's Eastern Conference edition of the Locked On NHL podcast, we're at that daunting U.S. Thanksgiving checkpoint. So who's in? Who's out? We'll talk contenders, pretenders, and who's going to make the next big move? We've already seen a coach firing. Now what kind of trades could be coming down the pipeline? Rumor season or Black Friday shopping? That's all on this week's Locked On NHL podcast, your team every day. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On NHL, your team every day. Each Wednesday, we review and preview everything going on in the Eastern Conference. I'm Ross Levitan. You can find me five days a week over at Locked On Ottawa Senators, and it's the Battle of Ontario edition because joining me now from the Locked On Maple Leafs podcast, it's Mike DiStefano. Mikey, I only sound so enthusiastic because four teams went to Sweden. Two of them came home with perfect records. Congratulations, my friend. See you December 7th. Yep, both teams going and, you know, getting taking care of business out in uh, Stockholm, coming away with some points, some much-needed points, too, in a, in a tough Atlantic division. It was nice to see, nice to see. Better goal. I want the fans to tell us. I want comments on YouTube. Tim Stutzla with two seconds left, batting the puck out of midair, or William Nylander throwing the Jets on and putting an exclamation mark on an enormous weekend in Stockholm, Sweden. Should mention today, the episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Today is Wednesday, November 22nd, and it is a week-long holiday in the United States. I figured that out already. The Americans, they take their Thanksgiving very seriously. Oh, yeah, 100%. Why do you, why are you just figuring this out now? I think it's more so that I, I'm calling out Canada. We need to take Thanksgiving way more seriously up here. Yeah. We get one day. I've been saying this for years. Like, I live in a border city, so I have family who live in the States. I know how serious those people take it. It's literally like Wednesday till the following Tuesday is essentially what Thanksgiving is for them. Because of course you're going home for the long weekend, right? So you got to leave on Wednesday in order to get to where you need to go so that you're ready to go. You wake up Turkey day, you watch football all day Thursday, then you have your dinner and then the next day is black Friday. And then you got more celebrations throughout the weekend. And then all of a sudden it's like ah, Monday, you're, you're full from such a long weekend. You take the day off and then you travel back to wherever you live on the Tuesday. It legitimately is a full week thing. And I'm with you, man. We we need to step up our Thanksgiving game in Canada because, I mean, really, it's 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 just the, the Monday. And, and sometimes that doesn't even do anything. A lot of people eat their dinners on Sundays. And so it's not even, you know, Monday's, a big celebration. Monday's turkey coma day, basically. Yeah, turkey coma and then the leftover turkey sandies. Some they've, got it figured, they've got it figured out doing it at the start of the weekend and then having the rest of it to recover. Yeah, I agree. I, at least, I mean, four days is nice, right? Like, even if they don't make it a full week here in Canada, I'm down with the Thursday Thanksgiving, and you roll it into a nice long weekend. 
Yeah, and it's close enough to to Christmas break too. That week in the the mid twenties in uh, in December, that just nothing gets done. No, except here, locked on NHL. We'll be with you all through the holidays, all through the year, and each Wednesday. It's the Eastern Conference. If you're watching on the twenty four seven stream, hello, locked on sports today. Make sure you subscribe. It's just a stream of locked on content. All the content your heart desires. What players are desired around the National Hockey League? William Nylander, as a pending unrestricted free agent, is counting every single dollar. He looks unbelievable this season, Mikey. You must be enjoying that as a Leafs fan. Yeah, I mean, you're enjoying it to an extent, right? You're enjoying it from a standpoint where you're watching this guy evolve into a superstar. But at the same time, it's a contract year. In the back of your mind, you're always thinking with every every goal he scores, and he scored in five straight games now, 17 straight games with a point. And every time he keeps extending those streaks, you're thinking, well, there's another zero. There's another zero. There's another zero. And like this guy's getting to a point where he may price himself out of the city. He looks very good doing it, too. These aren't just numbers he's putting up. He's doing it in spectacular fashion. William Nylander with 27 points, 12 goals in 17 games, and a few game winners in there as well, including against the Minnesota Wild to win the final game in Sweden. He's got That was his first game-winning goal of the season, but 77 shots in 17 games. Mikey, this guy's doing it all out there. Um, man, you got to give some stick taps to that Timmy Stew. OT winner as well. Those were the two plays yeah. of Sweden. Yeah, of course. I mean, dude, anytime you can end a game with two seconds left on the clock, that's going to be big, but good hand-eye coordination there for Timmy Stu. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm sure he had some friends and family in the building, you know, being close, being a German native, you know, close-ish to Sweden. So uh, it was probably a really cool feeling for him to be able to do that with some people he knows in the in the building, but obviously a big win for, for Ottawa, too. Off to a slow start, but as they usually do, they start to pick it up towards the middle of the season. We'll see if they can keep it rolling, though. Both Toronto and Ottawa off. Only four teams off on Wednesday night. The two of them still jet lag, figuring it out. They're back on, on Friday. No games yeah. Thursday. No games or Tuesday. Tuesday. How weird is that? The, I mean, I, I, I guess the reasoning is because there was a, no arenas available and B American teams request that they have home games those weekends, but to have no games at all on, on Tuesday, Thursday. Okay. I get it. That's American Thanksgiving. You're probably not going to get a lot of people going out to games that day, unless it's a football game. So that makes sense not to want to host games there, but then why not host them in Canada on that day? Like I don't know. We we just call it Thursday. Like it, it's that's, yeah, it's what it is. <laughs> I mean, I guess it allows teams to have their own Thanksgiving feast since no, you know, sure. they don't have to play. So I suppose maybe that's a, an added benefit for teams. A little camaraderie time, perhaps. Yeah, potentially. But they're making up for it on Friday. There's two games at one o'clock. There's one game at two o'clock. There's three games at three o'clock. There's two games at three thirty, and then your classic night slate: six, seven thirty, eight, eight thirty, ten. Lots of hockey on Friday day. They should have considered doing another one of those Frozen Frenzies streams for Black mm-hmm. Friday. That would have been a good day for it because, like you said, there's a lot of I think it's what fourteen or fifteen games that are being played on, on Friday, that would have been a good opportunity for them to kind of double down and get a second one of them going, which I did hear they are looking to do, by the way, before the season ends, ESPN wants to do another frozen frenzy. 
Very cool. I would be all for it. I thought it went pretty well for the first one. I agree. Well, now we're at that U.S. Thanksgiving mark, as we've spoken at length about, but it also means something when it comes to National Hockey League. If you're in a playoff spot at U.S. Thanksgiving, chances are you will make the Stanley Cup playoffs. Now, this year, a little bit different, especially as we look on here as, as Leafs and Senators, um, you know, analysts, where they've played the least amount of games so far. So I'm not ready to count out Ottawa just yet. And well, Toronto's actually played 17. So a little bit more. Ottawa's only played 15 games. Like by the time December comes around, Ottawa will have seven games in hand on Tampa. Seven games, Mike. Like really? That, that's absurd. That is absurd. I mean, d- uh, Tampa's played the most, but a majority of teams have only played 16 or 17 games. So that's, that's not a whole lot, you know, they, for, for Ottawa things. plays. Ottawa only plays two games until December 1st from even now when they get back. They play Friday, yeah. Monday, and then not until next Friday. Wow, that's a really bizarre schedule. You're really telling me. Bizarre. Four, games, so in, that's four it? games in 19 days. For, oh, for... I thought you were going to say four games in November. I was going to oh. say, excuse me? But still, only four games in 19 or four. Yeah, four games in 19 days. That's Man, if you're a player, you got to hate that, though. Like Just as you're especially a team that started out slow and they're finally starting to win some games. They got a new GM. You would think that they would want to try and play as much as possible. Now that they're winning, keep that momentum going. But I mean, to, you know, win a couple games, come back, play two games and then miss an entire week again. seems really bizarre. Yeah. They'll have seven games on both the lightning and blue jackets, six games on the Panther Sabres, Habs and Flyers. So three divisional opponents they'll have or four. If you include the uh, lightning, that they'll have six or seven games in hand on at the start of December with so many games left in the season. So the only the only silver lining, and I mean, this is more than just kind of me complaining out loud. If you're a poolie out there, there's going to be some Sens guys you pick up because they have four games like back-to-back weeks. You're like, okay, well, at least he's going to play a lot of games. Maybe he'll contribute a little bit. But uh, yeah. It also I, it also does mean, though, that like they're going to have a condensed schedule at some point, which is a hindrance to them. Totally. The only good thing is that right now Thomas Shabbat's out, Ridley Gregg's out, and yeah. maybe they're back for more games. But it's too bad with Pinto. It's not when, it's how many games. So he just still has to wait 41 games. So, I mean, I guess we're going to get into contenders or pretenders, and maybe you can answer this on the other side, but I'm curious what you think about Ottawa to this point, whether they are a contender or a pretender, because they were considered a team that was going to make the that next step, take that leap, and it didn't happen early. Their GM got fired, and then, you know, they haven't really played a whole lot since they started to win hockey games. So I'm curious to see where you're at. We will discuss next. You're listening to Locked On NHL. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early to NFL season with FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book right now. New customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, futures, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NHL season right. FanDuel, the official partner of the Locked On Network. Today's episode is also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the officially daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL podcast. 
daily fantasy hockey. All things are possible in this scenario, even a Senator Stanley Cup. Well, we can dream and we can also have a chance at winning big. And you can do that too with daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Studs around the league can contribute on ice stats. All you have to do is pick more or less. So choose stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. You heard me, NHL fans. 100 times payout on Sleeper. So start winning big and paying attention. Get yours right, and you can win big. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's a locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms and use for details. Locked on NHL for Wednesday, November 22nd. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Mike DeStefano. We are your hosts of Locked on Senators, Locked on Leafs. Make sure you're subscribed to all the Locked on NHL shows. It's local experts on the biggest stories and across multiple leagues. So make sure you're also tuned in to Locked on Sports today, where we've got a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, 365 days per year. We will be running a live stream on YouTube. So catch up with your latest locked on NHL, NFL, NBA, and MLB shows. We are 15 to 19 games into the NHL season right now. The pack has began separating into smaller groups. Mikey, who's in the wrong group right now? Who's either contending or pretending that you've seen around the Eastern Conference? Oh, it's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think you look at the East and you look at teams who I think probably you you think are in the wrong group. And this is a bit of a different way to put it. But like the New Jersey Devils being outside of the playoffs right now, currently just 17 points through 16 games. They are ranked, what, uh, fifth in the wild card race. So there are a few out. And you look at divisionally, they're not even in the top five in their division right now so that's kind of something i don't anticipate to happen i know the goal scoring uh or the the keeping the puck out of the back and at the opposite of goal scoring has been a big issue for the devils but you keep in mind the injuries that they've had with jack hughes who's now back and and should be able to help that offense again nico Heischer, who's been out for some time um you know the struggles of of dawson mercer early on in the year i think that things are going to turn around for this club and and sooner rather than later they're going to assert themselves again as one of the top teams in the east so right now seeing them on the outside looking in just doesn't look right i think that's a team that'll probably uh, doesn't belong uh you know and here in the standings chart and will eventually get themselves back into the hunt on the flip side didn't expect the Philadelphia Flyers to be there, and I don't expect the Philadelphia Flyers to be here at the end of the season. They literally, like, that's a team that stripped it down and said, yeah, we're going to go through a rebuild. And all of a sudden, they find themselves second in the Metro at this point in the season, 10-7-1. They've won five in a row here. I mean, credit to, to Philly. They're getting it done. Even look at the underlying numbers, like, they're top 10 and expected goal differential too. So they're earning their victories, but I, I just don't see it lasting a full season here for, for the Flyers. I think they're a little bit of pretenders. And with that five game winning streak, there are some tough games in there at Carolina home to Vegas. Like that. Those are a couple of gutsy wins. They, they took it to Vegas, almost put up 40 shots in a four, three overtime win. Now, I mean, with that said, 
Carter Hart was actually pretty, he was decent in that game, but he's been pretty solid all season long. And we're starting to see his name thrown about basically that classic. Oh, like just where they are right now. Like shouldn't, isn't it best long-term for the flyers to, you know, try to be bad. And if Carter Hart's holding them back, should they flip him from picks? And by holding him back, I mean from being bad. And then you put together that he's from Edmonton. Edmonton needs a goalie, a stopgap, and anything. Then we're starting to see that name thrown about there. Not saying by Philly, but by other people around the league. And I'm sure Edmonton, who needs to get a goaltender. But Carter Hart's been solid this year. And Philly, five straight wins, 21 points on the year. Washington being third for me. And they're on a four-game win streak. Washington, I'm I'm super impressed with how they've been getting these wins. Like you, you realize now, and and maybe we should have before, but how much they missed John Carlson last year. This guy eats so many minutes for them. He's the league leader right now in in minutes on defense. And um, I just think that what he's been doing, leading it back there, because it hasn't been like the classic way that the Washington Capitals beat you, right, Mikey? Like it's kind yeah. of a bit of a different style, obviously with their new coach, Spencer Carberry. But if you had told me Alex Ovechkin had five goals in 15 games and Washington is where they are, I wouldn't have believed you. No chance. Yeah. I think this is a situation where, you know, the numbers indicate that this team's going to take a step back. Like in terms of expected goal differential, they're 27th in the NHL. Um, so I think this is a group that to your point, we didn't expect this out of them. Um, and, and they have not scored a lot of goals, but the goaltending is, is held up for them. They've gotten some really strong goaltending of late, uh, but just by, to- just by Charlie Lindgren, like Darcy Kemper, their starter is an eight ninety two. Like, I don't get how they're winning these games. I, I really think they're getting, it's been a lucky stretch here. I, I, if I had to uh, wager, put a wager and, and this is available on FanDuel, if you guys want, I would bet at this point, despite being in a playoff spot, that the Capitals still miss out on the playoffs. I just don't think it's a good team. I really oh, don't. I, I think they're pretenders. No, I agree. That's that's where I went for my pretenders. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I'm just shocked. Yeah, I'm shocked at where they are right now. And I'm pulling that up because I'm actually very curious to see. To make playoffs, what do you think? Let's play guess that line. Ooh, to make the playoffs? Well, I think to make the playoffs, I still believe they would be uh, probably a plus team to make the playoffs. Okay, like plus uh, one fifteen maybe to make the playoffs. I don't think it'd be crazy high. They're plus one eighty six to make the playoffs. Really? Yeah, I'm. I would not yeah. be making that wager. I still don't see that happening. No, I, I don't either. I, I, if it was plus money to not, then I'd be all over that. Now, 100%. to me, maybe a contender that's gotten off a little bit slow. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you can call me out here if you think this is a garbage pick because like, oh, of course they're going to be good. But Tampa Bay needs to be commended for what they've done without Andre Vasilevsky. To me, they're about to go on like a 10, 15 game heater where they go like 13, one and one. Well, and he's coming back soon too. Like reports are he he should be back in the next couple of weeks here. And, and, you know, they, they just had to stay roughly 500 in his absence and get, adequate goaltending and that offense was going to shine that's exactly what's happened i mean they've been able to to put pucks in the back of the net i believe they lead the eastern conference in goals i believe they lead the nhl in goal score at this point was 68 no vancouver has 78 but they're second in the nhl asterisk they played san jose wow yeah sure exactly didn't tampa put up a 10 spot on san who's the other team Pittsburgh. pittsburgh pittsburgh yeah Pittsburgh did, but, but uh, t- uh, Tampa, Tampa has 15 goals in the last three games. 
Yeah, dude, they can fill the net, man. We knew that about this squad, though. It, it was keeping the puck out of the net, which was the problem. But they've been able to outscore their defensive deficiencies. And uh, I guess they've been able to. It's fine. They're, they're still a negative in goal differential, though. Like They've scored 68, but they've allowed 69. So the goaltending hasn't been there, but they've been able to outscore it. But you bring back Andre Vasilevsky, who will save these pucks. Um yeah, you're looking at a, a team that, once again, is going to be a juggernaut in contention here in the East and for the Cup, really. They're they're electric. And, I mean, 51 combined points for Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov, one of the NHL's best duos and so much fun to watch. Always the Tampa Bay Lightning, just like the Boston Bruins. And that's why, like, that was the exclamation mark I needed from the Tampa Bay Lightning was the way they came back at home scored with five seconds left the clutch goal from Steven Stamkos. And then the keep in from Victor Hedman, like it's their old dogs that are still getting it done in key moments. Yeah. I do got to ask you though. Uh, and I, I asked this before we came to break and, and we didn't get to it yet, but you know, between the three squads in the Atlantic division, who we thought could take a step uh, and, and really maybe benefit from the Vasilevsky injury, uh, Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa. Neither did Detroit or uh, Tampa's ahead of all of them in the standings without Vasilevsky, and we anticipate for them to continue to ascend in the rankings with him coming back the next little bit. But out of Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa, um, you know, are you surprised that neither of those three teams – have taken that next step do you expect for either of them to take a step here this season or are they still maybe a year out yeah well i think we we're just gonna see some like crossings throughout i think we're gonna see ebbs and flows and where they end it's anybody's guess everyone's still still so tight right now but to me the biggest disappoint, disappointment of those three teams is buffalo because everyone thought they were ready to really take a step yeah. right and they just haven't gotten that elite goaltending. I still believe in Devin Levi, but he just hasn't been that yet. Of course, he was day-to-day, missed a few games along the way, but they just, they were, they're a young team. They added some decent veterans, but they're just, I don't think they're there yet. And I had yeah. Buffalo ahead of Detroit, so I'm probably on contrasting, you know, uh, Detroit. But again, Detroit's got three wins in their last 10 games. So they they wrote a hot power play at the start of the year for, for two weeks. And DeBrinkett was putting everything in the net. And now he's slowed down. The team slowed down. We're just going to see these ebbs and flows. Ottawa's a team that's picked it up as well recently with four wins in their last five games. And December's going to be make or break. They've got 12 games in the first 21 days. Like They're playing every other day. They've got a road trip that goes through Colorado, Dallas, and Vegas on the same trip. So after that, you'll get a better sense around Christmas, I think, of where the Ottawa Senators are at right now, just one game over 500. But it's better than being uh, two games under 500, like the Buffalo Sabres. And, of course, we're recording this right before the games on Wednesday and most every team's playing. But those three are are still, I think, going to end up at the end of this season pretty close to each other in the standings. Yeah, I, 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 there's still a chance that none of them make the playoffs, though. Totally a strong chance that none of those certain teams make the playoffs again. Cause I don't see Boston, Florida, Toronto, or Tampa not making it. And then you look over in the Metro, the Rangers are going to make it. Carolina is going to make it. I think the devils are going to make it. So essentially you got two teams who are going to be battling for those final two spots. You've got Pittsburgh, you've got Washington. I guess Philly's going to be in that mix. Maybe the Islanders going to be in that mix. No. And then you've got Detroit, Buffalo, Ottawa, I mean, 
We, no, what do you mean? No, they're not in that. The mix. Islanders? No, they're the not Islanders are in, the ex- in the exact same spot. The Islanders have a better win percentage. They have a five. They're a five hundred team. They got Points. a better win percentage than Buffalo. Points percentage. They have six wins in seventeen games. That's okay, not fifty percent. They have points five loser percentage. points. They stink. Hey, they're points, man. Points are points. They stink. But they're I'm also not-, not getting good goaltending from Sorokin. Like he's not been uncharacteristically bad this year. He turned it around the way that he's supposed to. I think the Islanders are definitely they could put themselves back in contention like that when it comes to the wild card race. Not you know a division spot. They're not going to win a division crown. But in terms of the wild card, they're definitely still in that same kind of hemisphere as Detroit, Buffalo, Ottawa, Pittsburgh, Washington. They're all in the same boat for me. We will discuss further on the other side and which team is going to make the next big move. That's next. You're listening to Locked on NHL. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I've benefited from therapy and so can you. Whether it's based on the fact that you just don't think that you can do it and open up to someone or if it's something else. Well, this is the way to get into it if you're even giving it a thought. It's entirely online at BetterHelp, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional cost. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. You can visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNHL today, and you can get $10 off, 10% rather, off your first month. 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is something that you don't necessarily need to commit just to one person. BetterHelp puts you with someone who you think is going to be right for you. Therapy can help you figure out what's holding you back when your brain tells you it's getting in its own way. So use our promo code LOCKEDONNHL today and get 10% off your first month. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Welcome back. It's Wednesday, Locked On NHL. I'm Ross Levitan. You can follow me online at Send Central. You can follow Mike DeStefano, Mikey underscore Canuck. We are your team every day here on the Locked On NHL podcast. We've got different experts on the biggest stories five days a week. Plus, every team has a show. So whether your team is playing another, you want to get the lowdown, well, make sure you subscribe to all the great Locked On NHL shows on the Locked On NHL channel. Patty Kane, Mikey, that was the big topic of discussion last week and sounds like he's imminent to make a decision. Yeah, I was listening to uh, uh, Kevin Weeks on the NHL Network come out and say that the expectation is he's going to make his decision by the end of the week. So we could have an answer real, real soon on Patrick Kane. I think I saw right now the front runners. I think Elliot Freeman came out and said that uh, it was Dallas, Buffalo, and Detroit. Right now, I believe, are the front runners for Patrick Kane. And then there was another report that said that uh, the Panthers might be involved there, too. So uh, which of those teams do you think are most likely to land them? The Florida Panthers. Dude, that's a if they get Patrick Kane. That's a that's a that's a squad, man. That's a squad. They really would be tough to beat. I mean, Sam Reinhart contract year. Pay me year, just like William Nylander. Sam Reinhart looks unreal. He's he has been unreal, and on both sides of the puck too. Like I, I was looking into the into the numbers, and like he's been just as good analytically 
defensively than he has been uh, on offense and he's like top 10 in points so that's he is making himself a boatload of cash this uh this season that's for sure you think a 25 percent shooting clip sustainable doesn't Probably matter not. Probably doesn't not. matter he's putting the puck in the net and that's uh that's impressive man they just got montour and ekblad back so are those the first big moves mike like uh, that's that's the rich get richer because they'd already started their winning ways. They lost their first two games of the season, Mikey. And since then, it's been all gas. They've gone 12-3-1 in their last 16 games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a team that definitely, like, they were they were red hot, obviously, to, to, you know, finish off the regular season last year, rode it all the way to a Stanley Cup final, and they're just picking up where they left off. And, you know, the fact that this team currently second in the division, and that was without Montour and Aaron Ekblad, you put those two back, your two top defensemen, you potentially add in a Patrick Kane. I mean, you you are looking at a legitimate Stanley Cup contender if that's the case once again. Like last year, they made it all the way to the final. I mean, maybe they could finish it off this year. What are they right now on FanDuel? Oh, good question. I've got them up right now. Apparently, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I think there's a, uh, a history with Bill Zito and Patrick Kane, if I'm not mistaken. So, Was Bill Zito part of uh, Blackhawks back in the day when he was drafted? You'd have to ask someone else. I feel like maybe U.S.? I don't know. Florida Panthers are five plus 500 to win the Atlantic Division, but that's up against Boston. What do you want? To uh, to make playoffs or no, Stanley Cup? No, cup odds. Cup odds. Stanley Cup odds. Florida Panthers are the 11th longest odds, tied with Tampa. That might be a worthy play. Might be a worthy play. Yeah. I mean, they look great. There's a few teams in that range, though, that I Dallas. like. Where's Dallas? Dallas is way up, plus 1,100. Yeah. 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 The leader of the pack, Colorado Avalanche, plus 750. But, uh, yeah, I think that, like, when we, when we talk about Patrick Kane, there's a, obviously wherever he goes is, is going to be great uh you know they're they're getting a, a talented player like sure he's not the same showtime he's not going to be like a hundred point guy anymore but he brings he brings pizzazz he brings finish swagger, swagger like whatever you want to use whatever term you want to call it he brings a winning mentality to uh to that team so wherever he ends up uh they're they're getting a good one in, in patty kane i'm curious though know, like i don't think it's buffalo I don't either. Buffalo doesn't make, other than the fact that he maybe wants to play in his hometown team, that would be the only way that he ends up in Buffalo. But if he's looking, if he's ring chasing, wants one more little taste of Lord Stanley, uh, you got to think he goes to a, a better squad than that. Like Dallas, I guess, would be an interesting team out West, also Vegas. But from the reports that we're hearing, uh, it sounds like maybe Florida might make the most sense. And um, Elliot Friedman reporting that Bill Zito has been the hottest on the chase. He wants Patrick Kane. Of course he does. Can you imagine Patrick Kane on a line with Sasha Barkov? Just easy, easy tucks back door. Yep. yep. It's going to yep. be really fun to see where Patrick Kane ends up. Uh, your guess, will it be by our next show next Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, I believe. I believe that'll be decided 
If what we're hearing is true, end of week. That's what we're hearing. End of week this week. So by the time, you know, we, uh, you know, maybe tomorrow, little Thanksgiving news drops somewhere. And it's like, we give thanks to Patrick Kane and his services for coming to South Beach, perhaps. Okay, we'll discuss that next week because that would certainly shake up the Eastern Conference. For Mike DiStefano with Locked On Maple Leafs, I'm Ross Levitan. You can find me at Locked On Senators. This has been the weekly Eastern Conference recap show on the Locked On NHL podcast. Your team every day.